0: Everybody, this is AJ Capasso here with another episode of Talking with the Source. Oh my gosh, man! Two in one day. Oh my gosh, watch out! Oh, but anyway, I'm here with my good friend. Go ahead and introduce yourself, brother.
1: Jonathan Keyworth, JK47 Paranormal. Uh, love you all. Uh, shout out to uh, Robin Hefferman. He's our other co-host, uh, Hefferman Paranormal,
0: and uh, we just love you, man. We're with you, man. I just want to say I love how you say his last name. His last name is Haffern and you call him Haffernan and I love it. I just yeah. have to say I love it. I'm gonna call him Haffernan for now on for everything. Yeah. But no, he, make,
1: he, make, he, make, he gives you such a hard time. I'm surprised you haven't fucked with him. I know,
0: I should say now I'm gonna thank you for using that. But anyway, um, <laughs> give a shout out to him. Um just pray pray praise, please pray for him, his family. He's going through something right now privately. Wow, I couldn't get that out. Um, but please send prayer um to the to him and his family right now but he will be back with us in a few weeks but right now we have an amazing guest that's about to be on um he's an intuitive medium i'm super excited to have him on john you just had like a mini little reading thing with him the other night didn't you
1: yeah man uh
0: i i was watching
1: him on his uh podcast uh uh talking at the foot of the bed uh with laura lee and and i was listening to him helping engaging and and Dave just said, you know what? Spirit wants to tell you something. And he, he was laying out his cards, telling me. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And the analogy that he said, like, you're the ship going through the ocean and there's fog all around you and you just don't know where to go. But just trust your instincts and just do it, you know? And and it was it just hit me so hard. And uh, you know, I can't thank him enough for that
0: because well, yeah, I'm thinking cool. about it constantly. So that is awesome, dude. That is awesome. Well, let's bring him on. This is David Hansel. Let's mm. bring him on.
2: David, how are you, brother? Oh, I'm doing good. Hot here, but good. <laughs> uh, okay. where, where about you at? I am right now, I am in North Carolina. I am oh, okay. originally, I'm originally from Wisconsin.
0: Okay. I'm in Connecticut, so I, I don't feel that, that much heat right now. Colorado.
2: <laughs> yeah, Colorado.
0: We understand you.
2: Yeah, it's it's been hot here. It's been, um, well... Heat's not, you know, it's not anything different. It's summer. So, yeah. Although it is humidity, man. (laughs) The humidity. It used to be, though. It's different down here than when I used to come here when I was a child. So, the the weather here has definitely changed since I was a child. But I like it. It's okay. Little weird people. I'm in like a small town. So, uh, to tell people I talk to dead people and stuff isn't something I shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. I hear you, man. I'm
0: in Strasbourg, like population maybe a thousand.
1: You
0: know, yeah, yeah. I feel you, Dave. How did you become into this field? How did you become into spirit? How did you like get these gifts? Like, what, 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 what happened?
2: I was um, born with some. So when I came here, when I was born, when I came here, uh, when I was, I put it in simpler terms when i was born usually probably right around right around three four years old um i pretty much recognize energy i guess you could say i didn't know that's what i was doing when i was younger but i i knew before people walked in the room like what they you know how they felt like if they were sad anything i mean they could come in and laugh and all that stuff and i would say to like my mom when i was a little kid Say, why is she so sad, mommy? So she she's not sad. I'm like, guess she is. <laughs> yeah, I know she is. Say, yeah. But then that continued into I started. Um, we our house in New Berlin, Wisconsin, became very haunted. Um, and and by haunted, I mean it was. <sighs> They, there was loud. Uh, They were loud spirits. They literally would slam doors in the middle of the night. They would. We had plugs going off like electrical plugs. They would spark off. Um, Me and my cousin uh, were listening to a little record player when we were little, and it unplugged from the wall, hovered there, and then plugged back in. So it's called my name. My parents started hearing it. Then um, more stuff went on, a lot more, but. It, it kind, I kind of ignored it as a child. I thought it was kind of natural for me. And then when I was probably around six or seven, that's when I started, you know, saying to my parents, you know, about the stuff, you know, up in the attic. And they would always come up there and check the attics and check the doors. They'd be opening and closing. And I didn't like it. I hated it. And that followed us from that house to the next house. And then from so, that house to the next house.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. Just real quick, was it the empathic? feeling like you could feel the spirit or were you actually like Do you know what a, sensing-
2: physical, you know what a physical medium is it's yeah physical medium somebody they produce they're using literally using me in order to produce these sounds and all these other things so we didn't find yeah, that okay. until way later on it didn't hurt it was nothing and no i don't do physical mediumship now um i i don't know if i ever will i might but that's, it's very difficult. Spirit, uh, physical mediumship is extremely difficult. Um, it's a lot of learning. It's a lot of dedication. It's a lot of everything to it. Uh, some physical mediums are just kind of born that way. So it's really easy. I was born that way, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to follow it. In fact, I, I, it got so bad growing up that I just decided, I mean, they would talk to me in my head too. That was how the word thing as a child. When you hear voices in your head and they're taking over thoughts, they were always positive and never ever ever got a negative thought from anything that you can't see it was always so are
1: these your guides are these your spirit guides
2: yeah, they were coming in very quickly guides and angels and as a child i used to always talk to angels or what we refer to as angels i i they're angels i guess in the sense of what human beings think of them but these beings were always talking to me they would they were always when if i was sad or scared they literally would show up and do things to make me not sad and not scared and when i started telling people or in the church when i would tell my you know they talked about angels at my dad's church who was catholic it's very catholic and i would tell them that i talked to the angels i said i talked to them i know them and i'd point and say they don't look like that and the the priest would say to my parents um, you're gonna have to let him know that he's not talking to angels, and that's not what he's doing. And oh, no. my parents are like, "Oh, you tell him." <laughs> so yeah. he told me, and that's when I let I let them know that uh, that is not a privilege. That's a privilege for anybody. That is not something you have to be a special person to do that. Mm. And kept going on. I hated it, and then I decided to just I wanted to be a normal person. The only way I could be a normal person was to just continue on to be a partier and all this other stuff as i went through life and it got so bad i went back into doing some spiritual stuff and then in 2015 i died and was in a coma for two months and then after that it it all came back exactly what i was supposed to do and it was a lot easier and a lot stronger than it was when i was a child i saw kinds of stuff it's like And it sounds weird, but I know on your show, it's okay to say it. When I was, I think I was like six, or was it right before kindergarten? I can't remember, it was somewhere around there. When I was down South here at my grandparents' house, my father had picked me up to take me to bed. I was a little kid and he was carrying me like, you know, like this. And so my face was that way. As he was walking down the hallway, time complete, everything stopped. It was just like stopped the air, everything stopped. And this being stepped out at the end of the hallway and just stood there. And as a kid, if I described him the being, you'd be like, weren't you afraid? No, there was absolutely nothing to be afraid of. The being just kind of nodded at me and kind of told me, I guess, from head to head, I'm here, we're here. And I was like, okay. And then he disappeared. And then time started back up again. And he proceeded to come back to me a few times and he was what some people would refer to as a reptilian which i don't know why people are calling them reptilians because i, I they're yeah. getting a bad rap they're getting a bad rap saying you know oh this person evil person's a reptilian or their eyes are changing and da da. and that came from the scientists saying we have a reptilian stem in our brain that causes us to do certain things and that's where reptilian came from the dude did not look like us and um yeah, I guess you could say he kind of looked snake lizard like in the face. Mm. And he did have very cool looking eyes, but I don't I never found a mean. The only thing I found about the reptilians are or like that my encounters with any of them was their emotion is different. They're not like they don't have the heightened joy. Yeah. You know. Have the joy? They just seem very logical and very
0: straightforward. Yeah, but you now know. are we talking about with them? Are we talking about in spirit, or are we talking about them? In a real flesh face. That,
2: no, that the alien was real, face to face, flash. Okay, dimensional
0: type being. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying now. Okay, now, now I understand. That, guy, yeah,
2: that was that was actually a worldly being that is was having a physical life, the same as I was. Wow. Most of um, a lot of the people that I talk to on the other side, as far as like information I get and all that, that comes from beings who are not in a physical life. They're in, they're having their non physical life, which is actually your real life is a non physical life. Yeah. Yeah. So then I learned from the NDE. I mean, I even, huh? Do you think that, like,
1: you know, somebody that runs into the, burning building and and stuff like that. Like they know they have to save that. You think some of them are maybe these interdimensional beings that you mean like that know that this person needs to be saved.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Interdimensionals can do that just as much as angels and guides and everything else. Angels uh, from what I found and other people might disagree with me and that's okay. I always say that uh, spirituality is very fluid and we have to leave it open. Yeah. Um, the more that we theorize things, the closer we get to the absolute truth, and the absolute truth is basically almost everything is true, so that's kind of scary, but um, yeah, they can, they can do that, angels can do that, uh, um, interdimensional beings, or I guess if we non human beings, they can also do that. In fact, like the nine human beings I think that we're seeing here, they're not coming from someplace else that we can travel to, you know what I'm saying, in the physical. So, yeah, a lot of the ones that are visiting here aren't, they're in between a fourth and a fifth dimension, I guess you could say.
1: Wow. And see, that's what I'm starting to learn from quantum, from studying the quantum physics is that there, there is a fourth and fifth dimension. They they see everything. They, they can see, you know, what you're going to do, what you're not going to do, and they try to help.
2: So I am seeing, when I see some of the spirits, like if I do readings from home and I have the spirit actually materialize in front of me, which isn't terribly often, they they don't always do it like that, that would be the fourth dimensional thinking or thinking outside the senses that we have now. Fifth dimensional would, would mean that we would really, we'd be able to leave the body. So we could have our body appear physical or not be physical. Because basically our bodies now, they're not as solid as we think they are. I mean, we are moving parts throughout the entire body. You know, in fourth and fifth dimension, you could put your hand through your other hand because the particles would spread apart and move. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. That's the best way to explain it. Like, this is 3D. This point meets, (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah. This is 3D, 4D, and 5D. yeah, Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I can do that, but that's that's when I really started to learn a lot more. I got um, a head full of information in the coma because a lot of people think that being in a coma means that you don't know anything that's going on and that's not always necessarily true. Yeah. Um, to everybody else, I was out with a tube down my throat and on a machine, but to me, I was walking around the hospital and then you know, and they didn't even realize that until I started telling him stuff after I woke up. Yeah. I'm like, How did you know that? <laughs> you know, so.
1: Yeah. Well, it's
2: doing it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But everybody has everybody has the abilities. Everybody does. I mean, I'm I'm no different than anyone else as far as what they can do. It's what you are allowing yourself to do, and a lot of it is based off not a belief system, but a knowing. If you know something that's stronger than believing in something like a lot of people will say, oh, I believe in God, which means your belief means that you're pretty sure that there's something there, even though it hasn't spoke to you or done anything. You have no memory of it, but you have a strong belief that it's there. And then there are people like me or many others that it's like, well, actually, I know it's there because I was involved with that being at that point. So, Yeah. yeah. So I found out a lot of stuff about death when i died so it was a lot different than what i even thought it was going to be it was better
0: See, i and didn't older. i didn't i didn't get to learn a lot during mine i only i didn't have yeah. a single question all i got told was by this bright light that I was in this beautiful place that I knew was heaven and it was just an untouched paradise of like just trees like it reminded me of like a Canadian wilderness that nobody's touched with the most beautiful flowers the most beautiful colors everything and then I got approached by this light and the light said um it's not your time but telepathically with a deep voice it's not your time you shouldn't be here right now or something along those lines and I just got sucked back down this like what I would call tube almost and then it was the paramedics hitting me. And that, that was when I got, you know, I woke up
2: oh. and but. it's funny that we all have that commonality. I mean, I mean, like, do you remember this? I mean, the one thing I remembered in that part, mine was so long. Cause like I said, it dragged out two months of our time Yeah, I, yeah. So, going in and out, but the, the not having a body, was the best feeling in the entire world.
0: It was weird, but it was cool. It was like you didn't feel like you didn't have a body, but you felt like you were invincible, almost. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know a lot of people get scared when we say that, and that's a really good way to put it. How you just said it is not having this weight, not having. I know now. It's really funny. I feel gravity now. I don't think I ever really felt it before, but I feel yeah. it now. Yeah. Do you yep. do that too? Yeah.
0: Yes, because I'm telling you, there's times where I'll even tell John, and I'll tell Robin, like, dude, for some reason, I feel like there's a hundred pound weight on my shoulder, that's, that's pulling me to the ground, and I don't know what it is, but I've never felt this before, and like, it'll come and go randomly, and I'll be like, what is that feeling, and it'll be.
2: I thought about that, my friend, and I think I know what that is, (laughs) because I get that too, and I don't, I'll give you an example, and see if that makes sense to you, so. In our lives, there are times where like, we're really into the zone, you know what I'm saying? Did you ever get in that zone? It's like, you're studying something and all of a sudden you can't do no wrong. It's just going so perfectly, you're you're forward there. When we are in the zone, which means we are in our complete humanness, so we're, we're here, we, we realize we're having a, a physical experience, that's when you feel the weight, when you're in that zone of your humanness. But when, you're, but when you come out of that, like, like that could be with you guys just walking someplace, you're just thinking about being a human. But if you, were, you got to the, your destination, which was, let's say, doing something you really love, that heaviness goes away again. It's like the heaviness only seems to be there when you're not doing something that's joyful. So I wonder. If, I think you That just.
1: There I think your uh, mic's off, Ag.
0: I said sorry. You, you hit go. that right on the nail. I apologize. There was um, they're doing um, vacuuming upstairs. They didn't want it to cloud what you were saying. Um, but yeah, no, you hit that right on the nail. That was exactly like exactly what I feel. Exactly what happens when I'm not in that joyful state or whatever. I'm not doing what I love. It's like that's when that weight feeling will come on. And I'm like, I just don't wanna move. I don't wanna even get up yeah. or reason. Like it's weird. It's not, it's like, it feels
2: sloppy, doesn't it? And it shouldn't. I mean, it shouldn't, but when you have, when you remember the comparison, that's where yeah, it's yeah. difficult. Yeah,
0: and I know that it's not like depression because I have depression and I know the difference between what I'm feeling then. Cause I'm not like depressed when that's happening. I'm depressed that I don't want to do anything, but I'm not depressed. Like, Oh, I just don't like, I hate my life or something along those lines. Like what depression for me normally would be, it wouldn't normally be that. So I know it's not depression. That's making me feel that way. I know that it's something else. And that's why when you just said it, I hit it right on the nail right on the nail.
2: Yeah. That's usually how I, I feel about it. I know before I was sick, I had extreme anxiety. I was on, I was in the Prozac nation, you know, my age, I was right there when it started because every psychologist when, you know, I was having thoughts all my life. I didn't want those anymore. I started to say, well, maybe these aren't ghosts and stuff. Maybe I'm just a psycho. So I started getting crazy and I started getting anxiety disorders. I was on Prozac for 20 years. I was on heavy doses of Xanax and Clonopin prescribed. And also I drank like a fish. I smoked, I drank like a bottle of vodka a day. And then I also smoked three packs of cigarettes a day. The cool thing about my near death is the moment that I came out of it, I don't have a memory of drinking. I don't have a memory of smoking. I don't have a memory of anxiety. I don't have any of those things that I had that I suffered with for 20 years. So I tell people it's, it's kind of a cool thing in a way, but they had told me too, with anxiety, I asked them, I said, what was the cause of anxiety half the time? He goes, well, for you, it's because nobody was listening to you. And he said that was in your subconscious. You couldn't explain to people what was happening. And that's why you went anxious. But they said, most of the time, it's not always just a chemical thing. They said, it's the ability of you're not making a choice. When choices come up, some people won't make that choice. And they'll get over involved in it. They'll get the tunnel vision. The body will take over. The fear comes in. And it's like, you know what? If you just make the choice, you'll be okay. Like people say, oh, I don't want to go out any place. And if I go out someplace, this is going to happen. They go right down the rabbit hole instead of just saying, you know what, I'm just not going to go. I'm cool. I'm going to stay right here. Yeah. Hey, David, real quick, if
1: if if uh, you don't mind, uh, how what caused you to get into the coma?
2: Was it a sickness or an accident or? Uh, Well, (laughs) in two thousand fourteen, my life was getting going so shit. The spirits were coming back again. I didn't know what to do with it. I was confused about stuff. It was starting to scare me again. And I just said, you know what? I don't know what to do anymore. Could I please just come to home? I just want to die. Can I die, please? I just want to come back. And I had this really bad attack. I was in the mud when I did this. I was was covered in mud and scratches from, I had seizures really bad from the anxiety disorder. So I was going in and out of hospitals constantly. That one was particularly bad. And when I was done, I was laying there and I said, I can't do this. I want to come back. Please just let me die. I just want to come back. A couple months later, I started getting sick. And then I got a little sicker. They took me to a doctor and the, I wasn't walking at this point. I was uh, I was so ill. I was 240 something pounds. I was overweight, you know, alcoholic at this point, all the anxiety, and then this stuff coming back, I couldn't take it. I was misdiagnosed. I had um, I had uh, pneumonia and then i had sepsis and they said they don't even know how long i had the sepsis for because the time they shipped me to the second hospital they called my parents two days after the first one they said he's gonna die if he stays here we have to ship him to the city so my parents said okay and they shipped me there um and then i guess it's when they did the they cut me open to go into my lungs to put all these tubes in it that's when i i coded it's very quick too um because i asked them like well how quick was it they said we, we lost you but we got you back pretty fast but then you wouldn't everything wouldn't go up anymore you just stayed at a steady beep, beep beep forever and they couldn't figure it out but they just they called my parents every day they said look he's still here we don't know why he's still here but he's still here and uh, they, and my parents said, is he brain dead? They said, we think it might've gotten to his brain. Um, they think he might have dementia now because he, I guess I had woken up for a period of time. They did a test and I remember somebody asking me to draw a clock backwards and they said, my response was what's a clock. No. And they said, okay, you don't know what a clock is. I said, no. And they're trying to explain time to me. And I said, I didn't know what that was. The funny thing was, I just came from a place <clears throat> Was no time so yeah. i had no comprehension of what they were doing but that's what happened basically i got sick and i came back i look at it as a reset whether i had that in my contract to do that or maybe like a backup plan like
1: so that you know, that makes me think like like our physical forms that we're in now are kind of like an anchor so we don't lose ourselves to what our message is supposed
2: to be or, or. It's, it's, it's not as much the, the physical body. I mean, we are we have consciousness within the body, which is the brain consciousness. And then we have consciousness outside the body. The consciousness outside the body is your higher self that's attached to whatever is still over there. Because the one cool thing that I found out that I didn't know before this is that you're not completely here. You're just a small aspect of yourself that's experiencing this. You're not completely here. You're back over there. So whatever... My higher self says you wanted to do which they showed me in past lives They showed me like five different past lives where I said the same thing over and over I kept going I can't do this now I promise I'll come back and I either was murdered killed or off myself in like three or four other lives and They're like you keep promising and this is the one you said you wanted to do this So let's do this and they sent me. That's why I had to come back so oh. I made that promise, and they let me know because you still have a choice. Even if it's not your time, I mean, if you would have argued long enough, they would I probably have said, "All right, AJ, just stay." But yeah. the thing is, too, if they would have said, "AJ, just stay," the problem with that is this: if it's going to affect other people around you in a negative way, like mess up their life plan, it wouldn't make sense for you to, you know, stay over there. They'd be like, "No." Oh, you, you should go back because this is what will happen and stuff is going to get readjusted. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly how it is, but it's... Well, no,
0: it makes sense. Like, it makes yeah, sense. it feels like that's
2: why because...
1: That's everything uh, we've heard from our guides. Yeah. I mean, you what? When we, we talk to through. our spirit guides in sessions and that's everything that they said, follow, follow your gut, heart, you know, it's it's, not, this is I what you,
2: you're yeah, supposed I'm to sure do. People would if they would just pay attention to what their Stomach and their heart says more than what their brain says. They'd get a lot further. And whenever yeah. you make a choice, make the choice that brings excitement to you. So if yeah. you have two choices, I don't care if the the choice to, that brings more excitement is, is just, okay, I'm gonna get up and get a cup of coffee. That's more fun than filing my nails or whatever I was gonna do. Get up and <laughs> yeah. do it. Go do whatever brings you joy. Just keep doing it and, and don't, you know, your higher self is never going to keep giving you stuff if you keep ignoring it you know, so you have to take on something. Just, you know, you just follow your path and and dream about what you want to be and feel like you already have it. And don't use the words. I hope I get something. You say, I trust this is coming to me. I know this is manifestation. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, it is true. I mean, we really do. I've, since I came back, they've done a million cool things to prove to me, that like my experience the first year, I don't know if uh, AJ, if you had the first year it was like a tough year when you came back because oh, yes. it, everything oh, just seems, oh shit. Now I just, sorry. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> you're good. <laughs> it's
2: like now I, I'm I'm seeing so much more than that. What I didn't see before in every, in yeah. all these problems that the world is having are so fake, they're so made up. and yeah, But this yeah. is what they're all following. So that was difficult for me. Um, during my two things happened that it later on was, um, when I was in the coma and I was floating around doing all this, going all these places, seeing all these things, learning all this stuff, I was going in and out of my body constantly. And that was, I have to say that was very annoying. And I'm not going to lie to you. That was very annoying. Yeah. There's a part I was in, I like to call um uh, I, I call it the void some people when they they think about the void differently but it was just this space it was all black it it had depth to it it had height to it it had bottom to it but you're just in the middle of it but why i was in there i was just getting all kinds of information that was just coming in whenever question i had, the answer was coming i'm like this is weird and then i got this part where i had this little dog toto and I saw her getting killed by the other two dogs. And I'm like, that was weird. And then shortly after that, throughout the experience, um, it was let known that my older brother, we were both gonna go someplace. I couldn't go. He went in this like rocket ship and blew up and he died. And they said, well, he died. He said, you can't go, but he can go. You can't go yet. And I was like, what? Yeah. First year, I thought that was a weird dream. And right after the first, it was like almost right after the first uh, year, the little dog ran out of the house and the other two big dogs tore her apart and killed her just like I saw. And then wow. she came to me the next morning and I had a dream and she pointed out, I told the story on our uh, podcast a couple times. She showed me this, I was in this dream because I was so worried about her. And she took me with her eyes as her running around my parents' backyard. It took me to three places where she had three toys hidden. And the next day when I woke up, I thought, well, that was a weird dream. And I was still sad about the dog, but I felt a little better for some reason. And I went outside, I'm like, I'm just going to go look at those three places. Mm. And those <laughs> toys were the same, those toys were all in the same places. One wow. bush that I dug up in the dream and all this other stuff. And then... A little while after that, my older brother got stage four lung cancer and a brain tumor, and he passed uh, four months after his diagnosis. And after happened, awesome. after his funeral, I came home and I was PO'd at every entity there was. I'm like, mm-hmm. Are you freaking kidding me? Why did you? I said, I'm not supposed to know when people die. I'm not supposed to know this stuff. You said we we're not supposed to know this stuff. And I went on and on for like two weeks. I was like, I can't believe you did this. I hate all this stuff over and over again. And then I had this super weird visiony dream thing. And he basically said to me, the only reason you knew this is because you wouldn't have believed where you were if you didn't have some sort of proof. So they gave me the two premonitions in order to realize that I was there and that was happening. And my brother talks to me all the time. So I miss him, of course. You know? Yeah. Since then, I mean, I have communication with my brother and the dog, so yeah. you know, and the dog, and they're both fine, you know. We and know. the dog, to let people know the dog. You know what they told me? That animal left its body well before it was dead. So oh, yeah. I saw. They said that's just what you see because the physical body. I didn't know this. The soul can leave the physical body, and the physical body can still be acting out. Mm. Yeah, is- it happens yeah. in all the time like that's probably a hard subject to talk about but a lot of babies when they're born, the soul isn't completely in the baby till after it's like a few months old
0: yeah see that's the one thing that i've been I've been talking to like see I, and it is a touchy subject but it is one thing that I do talk to people about when they do ask certain questions about it because like, there's this huge thing right now, you know, with the whole abortion thing, which is, is a hard subject for everybody, you know, and, and, it, and it is, it's a it's a very terrible thing sometimes, but I understand very circun- certain circumstances, so I, I do understand both sides, but the whole thing that I'm trying to say with it is that, you know, when does the consciousness of a soul come into that body, because that's what we really should be looking at, you know, to tell if we are taking a life or hurting somebody or hurting something, you know what I mean, and I think we yeah. do put into this you know like like
2: like that i wish we could say that i don't know when science is going to let us say that but i do know for a fact just from talking to like if i do mediumship readings i've had people's kids come in that were born because something happened and they're, i'm like did you have? I said, Do you have a little boy? They're like, No, I don't have any kids. And I'd be like, Are you sure there's a little boy coming in here? He says he didn't quite make it. She's like, Oh my God, yeah, I had a miscarriage back in like 30 years ago. I'm like, Oh yeah, a little boy. He's still, he's still around. He's still there. He just didn't come in for whatever reason. Um, I, I, I believe they come in when they want to come in. We come in when we want to come in. If we've been in, if we've had billions of incarnations here or whatever. Do you really want to spend all that time just sitting there again, doing nothing, or do you want to move out? And even when we go to sleep, we travel. I mean, nobody's nobody is in their body seven days a week. Trust me. We are all going to visit with our them. loved ones, guides, spirits, get the lowdown a couple times a week, astral travel, whatever you need.
0: My father has been in my, ever since my father has passed, he's been in a dream every single night with me. And I'll dream, I remember my dreams very vividly. And I dream multiple dreams throughout the night, obviously, but, he'll be in almost every single one or the most prominent one. And it'll always be me and him hanging out again. And I love it because now I know it's a visitation. I know that he's there and and I can interact lucidly with my dreams. So it's like, I get to hang out with him and talk with him and everything. But uh, yeah, it's it's,
2: just any positive um, dreams that you have about a loved one. Those are usually always visitations. The negative ones are not, and people always ask me, I've had people say, Oh, I dreamed about my mom and she was suffering because she had this, that and everything. I'm like, no, she's not suffering. I said, this is the only way your mind can get you to deal with the problem that you're having. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just coming to terms with things, but there's nobody suffering after here. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's the same way with my brother, man. When, when he passed, you know, AJ helped out a lot. Cause I was with family. I didn't have my equipment and stuff. And, but he told me, "Yeah, I'm I'm okay. You know, I love everybody, and I'm always here." So
2: I know, and true. that's what I remember. You know, and and from that point of view, I don't know if you remembered enough, AJ. But when I was there for a little while, when I was talking to my grandparents, that was a cool experience. Actually, it was mm. that was really cool. Um, but there wasn't. I never had in my mind um, that I was worried that everybody was going to cry or be sad over me. Because for some reason, I just knew everybody's going to be okay and they'll be along shortly. Yeah,
0: like uh, it was like I didn't want to come back. Like I didn't want to come back. I wanted to stay. I was mad uh, that I woke up. I was very upset that I was woke up. I was very pissed at the paramedics. I was so so upset. Like you have no idea. Like I was. I was actually like screaming and I actually ripped up. Like when I got to the hospital. I ripped off all the things, all the things that they had in my arm and everything like that. And I I literally just walked out of the hospital. My family was upset with me because they figured I was doing drugs. They figured I was going to go right back out and do what I was going to do. And of course, stupidly, I did because I was an idiot then. Um, Luckily, I got away from it, thank God. But the point of the matter is, is that it scared the daylights out of me enough where all of the activity that started to happen afterwards started to make me feel like I was crazy. So I would go and I'd visit doctors and I'd be like, hey, can you do a brain scan? Like, I I think I messed something up with the drugs and whatnot when I was when I died and all that stuff. And, um, you know, they would come back and say, no, you're fine. And then the activity started coming and the experience that I started having, you know, just led me down this road to here. So, um. I went a little bit different path than yours, but so much similar stuff that you have said has been exactly what I felt and what I've been dealing with, and it's so hard because not a lot of people understand it and know it. You know? No, they
2: don't. It's, it's 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 literally impossible to describe everything. It I, is. But, uh, but everybody gets to where they're supposed to be by stuff that happened, like you, your brother passing away, or you know, your father passing away. My brother's passing away. It always brings you to a point so you know there's a purpose behind everything even though they were sad and we're sad we wish that didn't happen but we wouldn't be in the places we are now without all those things happening
0: so we have to you're absolutely right you're absolutely right because
2: i can't say it enough there literally is no such thing as dying i mean that is like i think that's the biggest lie ever told. I think it's bigger than anything. Yeah. It's, 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 some yeah, it's just transference of energy, right? Yeah, we're just, I mean, uh, if I can, uh, people say, can you describe what it's like? And it's like, no, because once I closed my eyes, um, that was it. I was fine. I mean, everything, you know, I, I don't have one, I had to learn how to walk again. I had to learn to do everything. I don't have one uh, memory of pain at all. Yeah. The only memory pain i have was right before before the ambulance got to my house because i had sepsis i was that was that is a very terrible thing to have trust me um it was sickening it was gross it was sickening gross and it's the smell and everything from just sepsis running through your body that was gross and it was painful and dizzy but i don't have any memory of surgery or anything yeah you had a reset it was complete.
0: amazing. Yeah.
2: It's like it, like it never happened to me. It took a long time. When I started to write a book I was writing, I had to keep stopping and, and remembering stuff because I forgot half my childhood the first oh. year. afterwards. Yeah, I didn't yeah. remember anything. I was people oh. were walking saying hi, and I was like, I don't. I'd have to ask like people, who is that? I don't know who that is.
0: Tell me, how long did it take you to get back to maybe yourself of what you would call yourself?
2: at least a year
0: at least a year right yeah
2: and then it and then as every year since day by day something still happens i think it's really quite remarkable i mean i enjoy it yeah i i i don't sometimes i wish that you know maybe everybody should have an nde at some point you know too bad that was a, just to remember who we are but, but we are getting to that phase in life right now with everything happening the shift is real. I just don't think, for me, I don't think it's kind of like what all these woo-woo, blah-blah people are saying on YouTube constantly about, oh, we're in the fifth dimension and how to get in the fifth dimension and how to do yeah. this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Seven signs that you're this and that. It's like, oh, shut up. It's like everything is just, <laughs> we're all moving yeah. over, we're all learning and everything. And, and the shit is hitting the fan in the world. But it's supposed to. Yeah.
0: I yeah, I believe we're right where we're supposed to be. Sadly, yeah.
2: you know, we're supposed to. The only way to level up was, pardon the pun, take the masks off everybody. Yeah. So everybody's inner everything about who they are and what they are had to come out. Yeah, and it's scary because we realize how many, how many people were holding back all this mean stuff in their heart all these years. And now all of a sudden they're out there just but that's that's even fizzling away now. We right. had it and it's going away. It's like you gotta trust the process sometimes how it's going.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to ask you, I wanna ask when you see, um when you either see or feel or hear, how does it come to you? Like, does it come in flashes? Does it come in your obviously mind's eye? How, like would you audibly hear it? How do you hear it?
2: Clear point, how are you? It depends. Um when I first after the first year, when I first started reworking in this field again, a lot of it was Claraudien. Um, it was it was um, subjective clairaudiency, and then it went objective clairaudiency, which was I could hear it outside my ear, but it wasn't uh, tons of it. And then after that took it away and then I couldn't hear anymore but i was seeing all this stuff and then now they just use every claire so i don't have i've learned pretty much through these guys i just sit here and i have my intention i raise my vibration and people like how do you raise your vibration just be happy that's yep. it be happy that's all you gotta yeah. do tell yourself a dirty joke i mean before i do my channel angel messages i will go through dirty jokes or anything that makes me laugh be like do you do that before you talk to angels i'm like oh, they do they don't give a shit yeah, and yeah. <laughs> happy, that's what they're going after they're going after my what i'm feeling not what i'm saying and not anything i'm thinking it's just joyous thoughts but that's it that's raising your vibration but they come in with all different things now um I will see full apparitions at times. Um, very rarely in my house do I see a apparition that just jumps out in front of me. I mean, you'll see the shadows and everything else, but I've had times like when I was younger, um, where they would literally be standing in the hallway and you could see right through them, but it was there. I mean, you're awake and it was there. Yeah. That was weird. Now a lot of it comes in through the mind. Um They, it's hard to explain the clairvoyance unless like you're super clairvoyant. But if somebody, if I'm doing a reading for somebody and there's a face there, I'll see it in the distance and then it'll start to come closer and then I'll see an outline and sometimes I'll just see the form, not in what they look like here, but just their form and you can feel who they are. Mm -hmm. It all depends. I hear it. I see it. They take me back. I always say, like, me as a medium, they go through my, I call it my Rolodex in my head. So every experience that I've ever had in this lifetime, how I learn things, what words I know, how intelligent, book smart I am and everything, that's what they're pulling from. Wow. And they'll use that to get me the messages. And, like, um, like for your like card read that I did for you yeah. today, um, that was basically... He had asked for a card read in my, how it works with me and spirit. There's this phrase. It's not without being asked. They always told me that the moment, which means I don't just walk up to random people and go, Hey, you want me to tell you your story? Uh, no. Uh, if somebody is to ask me a question that is, that's almost like my gatekeeper goes, okay, the door is open. Go for it. They, they admitted one. So he, can somebody pull a card? And as soon as he asks that, it's like boop. Oh, okay. There it is. A question. Now and then and then once they do, um, it's it's a bit of channeling. So like when you hear me start talking fast when I was like telling yours, like I pulled like first day we're talking before that. I pulled the card, you look at it, and then all of a sudden how they do it is it's like they take my thoughts and they cover it with theirs as I'm speaking and then I have no choice but to speak exactly what they're covering in my head.
1: Wow. Dude, it was awesome, man. If you guys if you guys want to see it, it was uh at the foot of the bed uh on Thursday. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, when, when it was I start talking end. really fast, that's when you know it's kind of like mixing your energy in with them because we're energy and people don't see it like that. They keep thinking like we're a solid thing. And for the most part, yeah, yeah we're having a solid thing we're doing but their energy is non-physical. And I also do have a non-physical energy around me. It's called your aura. It blends together. And then it's almost like two becoming one. So right. that's why when people ask me, how do you know that? How do you know you're right? <laughs> well, I guess I'm blended with that energy. If you would have asked me as David, I would have said, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I get into that, 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 that certain vibration, that certain everything, then I don't even have to work.
0: Well, even scientists know that we are – everything is vibrating at a very fast rate, and that's what's making it solid for us. So, I mean, everything that's moving, like you said, that's inside of us, we should know just by listening to science that we are not physical beings, that we really are more than that. And, you know, I, I mean, obviously it takes a lot for people to come to a realization, and a lot of times – people come to it in weird ways or in ways that they don't truly like in the end, like religious ways. And then it gives a a sour stain in their mouth and then they don't want to look at it any other way. Um, But I think that people, you know, should really, you know, try to match two things up if they're that much of a skeptic, because there is a lot of science, I believe, that is already backed from our knowledge of just scientific things like vibration and certain things that you can incorporate into the paranormal and it can make sense to you by energy if you start looking at the paranormal as energy like you've been saying and a lot of people don't look at it that way they look at it with the folklore and the fairy tale way and, the, and a lot of people are like well i don't want to hear about angels and demons because that's all fake but it's like well you're you're not truly good gasping you know grasping everything you know what i mean when you talk about it that way i think so
2: just so your viewers now or some people listening stuff like angels and demons and all that that's literally our label for an energy that's over there. That's not what the yeah. energy is actually like called over there. That's just yeah. what we call it as that. Yep. If you went over to the right. other side and you could, if you could visit the other side and go, hey, could you guys hook me up with some demons so I could ask them their questions? I'd be look at you like, what the hell is a demon? Yeah. What, what is that? They'd yep. be like, oh, you want to talk to something that's not going to make you feel so good or scary or so? Yeah, that's what I want. Oh, okay, here's that energy. Yeah. And there. So yep. That's what I always said. It's the church's way of
0: here. describing things hmm. Yeah, that's why I believe it's a lot of the intent too. it's just like when people are the occult, they put the intent in to conjure up a negative energy. And then you get people that go in, obviously, with love and respect that go into places that, that bring a different type of energy and want to speak to different type of beings. But I believe the intent behind what we're saying is what's really resonating in that and bringing that forth. Just like when people say angels or demons, if I go, Oh, I want, you know, I want to talk to demons. I think the intent behind it is what causes to bring it forward. What do you think about it, David? Do you think that's true?
2: I think so, too, because I mean, and some people get mad at me when I say that. I'm not a very woo-woo person. I mean, I know a lot of stuff, but, I, you know, not everything is happy-go-lucky, but not everything is evil either. But as far as, like, demons and all that, when I tell people that actually doesn't exist, mm-hmm. uh, demons, they came from religion. Before religion, we didn't call it demons. Now people say, but I've saw a demon and I've saw them pick up something. I'm like, I know you're dead. In in our experience that exists. So the experience we're all in now, I look at it this way. We are all having a massive dream together. This entire world said, hey, let's all have a dream and participate, but we have to agree on a few things. What do we agree on? We have to agree that there's mountains and trees, that there's life and death, that there's birth, that there's animals. We have these agreements. Mm. So that stuff is never going to go away. But you can also bring into this life whatever you want because it's your dream. If you want to see a demon that looks like a certain way, it's possible because it will exist then because of the fact you are creating it. We mm-hmm. are literally creating the demons that haunt us. We are literally creating the guides that guide us. We're really creating all oh, the angels that protect us. As long as we yeah. acknowledge that thought, that vibration, it materializes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever hear the book, like Dante's Hell or whatever that's called, where the yeah. guys, they, they have the dream. They say, oh, we died and we went to hell and it was all this and that. While there are lower levels, I call them lower levels, not meaning that anything lower or higher is better than anything else. It's just the way to describe it. There are literally places every scream, every bad thought, every dirty thought, every monster in our head, every dream, every everything has to go someplace. Mm-hmm. Thoughts are things, they can materialize. And that's what tulpas are and everything else. So there are places where all those gather there's a place where all that gathers if you were to walk through that place and didn't know what it was you would think you were in in the worst hell you've ever saw in your life it'd be all yeah. smash monsters and all that whatever you know if, yeah. if if you can create it if you if your mind has the capacity to create it it can be real now i'm not going to negate anybody though here who says well i saw a did No, you really did and yeah. uh, that's fine you created it and, and not that you just created it, but you are open to it. So yeah. you can see, it. there are certain things I cannot see because I'm not open to it. Yeah. We, like the other time I said, I've, I was at a place where they said it was terribly haunted and all these terrible things were coming here and people were definitely getting some really bad EVPs and everything. But I walked through and I got some names of some people who used to work there. I got all these other stuff where they were and they went and validated it. And I'm like, there's nothing scary. I'm like, what do you people yeah. think yeah, yeah. And, and and it's yeah. all the all our perception. I mean, that's how we look at people too. I mean, they could look at like I got long hair and everything. Oh, is it all hippie? You know, I yeah. don't know that. Just because yeah. I look like this, you know, and that's the same thing with so something looks crappy, you might think, well, it's just automatically me yeah also also with hollywood
0: in the way that you know the mainstream makes everything it's all about i mean you see on youtube every single team on youtube has to go and fight a demon every single episode and it's like really guys really come on now like do something more with your lives than just that i'm sorry it really bothers me when i see that and, you know, it's, it's, like,
2: actually, it's feel- actually laughable because of the fact how do you fight a demon it's not physical what are you gonna do That's what i'm saying what, really, what are you gonna do you're not even on the same playing field <laughs> There's
0: nothing I don't I just don't see the point. I'd rather go and get some great conversation and and great responses through a spirit box by showing respect and love than going in there trying to be a a rude jackass and all of a sudden well hoping that they're gonna answer or respond with hurting me or something. You know what I mean? Like that's just stupid. That that's just a waste of my time and a waste of their time.
2: Some people like that, and I get it. It's like, well, if that's what you want, then you know, just go to a haunted house. Go to house. a
0: haunted house. Quit, yeah. quit making a bad name for <laughs>
2: yeah. The rest of us are trying. You know, the rest of us, I, I do this because I want people to know in whatever way I can, if they ask me, I'll explain whatever I can to let them know. We just don't move on. You close your eyes whenever this body's done or whatever it was time, and when you open them again, you'll be like, It literally feels like that. It
0: literally feels like that. You just close your eyes and you open them. Like that's what it is. That's why every time I have a dream at nighttime and it's so vivid because every single night, like I said, they're very vivid dreams. I can taste things, see things, feel things in my dreams, like the wind, the rain, everything. And every single night, it's literally like my near death experience where I've closed my eyes and I wake up in this dream state. And there'll be times, David, where I'll have dreams the same dream for six months and it'll be playing out. Like for example, one time I had a zombie apocalypse dream for eight <laughs> months. straight, I would close my eyes to go to sleep at night. And I would wake up in the same spot. I was the night before where I left off and I would, oh, no. the dream, and I, wherever I left off that night, it would start up again the next night. And it was the most craziest thing.
2: Did you ever wonder though, if that ever, because I'm not saying this is what it is, but I'm going to say this has happened. Yeah. of people who make stuff and create stuff we all think it's coming just from our head Mm. that's true we have a lot of help so you ever wondered if somebody was trying to give you that so you could make a movie and write a book i'm telling you no
0: (laughs) no i'm not no i know i'm dead serious i think so because i'm telling you like i have there's been full storylines behind every single thing and i i probably should write them like write them down i mean i knew I, i know a lot of them but
2: if it brings <coughs> you information, I mean, I used to write when I was a child, I used to write all these two or three line, like poetry things. And people go, who wrote that? And be like, uh, me. I would just, they, yeah. you know, was to me. There, there's certain things they told me when I was younger. And now that I'm my age now, it's like, oh, now I get it. Yes. I didn't, get it. when I was, when I was really young, I went through a, a spot and I don't remember what grade I was in. It was elementary school, but I kept writing throughout the many faces lies the traces of our own. And I kept going, I don't know what that means. And I kept writing it. I went on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until years and years and la- years later when I learned, oh, throughout the many faces lies the traces of our own. Everybody we see is actually uh, us. It's an Evil. aspect. Of- wow. Yeah. So me. everybody's, everybody's in a sad aspect of you. So I was tell people when you treat someone like crap, you're literally treating yourself like crap at that point. You yes. won't feel, now, because you are focusing on your who you are right now, yeah. but at some point, you're going to be on the other end of that. You know what? So, I think that that's a reason
0: now for me, like especially having near that experience. I think now, like anytime I get into an altercation with somebody, even if it's just a screaming match, like you know, just me being getting angry at somebody, even if I'm not in the wrong and that person disrespected me multiple times and got me that way, I still later on will be like, oh my gosh, like. I feel bad. I feel like the bad guy. And I want to go and apologize to that person, which I normally will do. And it's so like, people are like, what is wrong with you? But you know what? I feel like I just yelled at myself. It's like that.
2: And it's basically what we're doing. And if you're, I swear to God, people, if you are really good to people all the time, that's going to come back to you. It's Mm -hmm. going to come back to you. It has to come back to you because how you treat someone, they, they, they actually have to treat you back. Not maybe that person, but that situation has to come back to you. It's just, a, it's a universal law. Um, have you ever studied hermetics? You know what hermetics is? It's like the seven principles. It's like yeah,
0: hermetic, yeah
2: hermetic. law of assumption, law of all those things. I've oh. used all those laws and they all freaking work. So, it, but I think what happens with people is they'll go on YouTube and they'll watch like an Abraham video for 10 minutes and go, oh, I'm a master manifester. Okay. No, you watched a YouTube video for 10 minutes. There's a little bit more to it than that
0: yeah, you know, yeah said, I mean, well
2: you're absolutely right yeah there's a little bit more people sit in a chair and go well i've thought about that new car for like 17 years now and i never got it that's because your lazy butt has to get up and apply the law of action which means put one foot towards that dream. they'll move the rest and get it to you but yeah. if you just there you're never going to get it
1: yeah there's so more what about the like past like if, if you if you think a lot about the past is that going to dictate? your life path or your, your future? Should we forget the past and live in the present or
2: depends on what you want to use the past for? If, um, if you take the past, a bad past and you bring it towards, you bring it forward. Yeah. It's going to rehappen. The past cannot repeat itself. It's already happened. Actually, it's still happening. You're still actually there. You're still doing it. I mean, that's hard to explain, but when you bring up the past, if you were cheated on by a million people, you know, in relationships, and you sit here and meet somebody new, and that past comes up and says, "You remember this happened, this happened, this happened, and this happened," you just made it happen now because it's going to now happen. Mm. It's going to. That person's going to be bad to you just because you brought that past back in. You can't bring the. Pay. The only thing you can bring from the past actually is the feeling. You can't bring the actual past back. It can't be repeated. It's done. Yep. But the things f- you can bring up over and over, if you always tell yourself, I never get this, I never get that. And that's because of your past. You're never going to get this. and never going to get that. You have to change it. If you're going to use the past, I would say this bad thing came up from my past. Instead of going, oh, it's going to happen again. I just say to myself real quickly, wait, what did I learn from that? If it's going to come up again, what did I learn from it? So I don't repeat it. All right, cool then let's move on. we have to forgive too. And I know people, when you forgive things, that doesn't mean you're forgiving the action or forgiving that person for being bad. Basically what you're doing is just saying, I don't have time for you and for what happened. It's done. I'm not worried about revenge. It's going to come back to you. I'm just going to move on. And when you do that, you take your power back and your whole life can really change. For But if we dwell on things from the past, that's where it gets sticky. That's you trying to swim backwards, swim upstream, and that's just silly at this point.
0: That famous, uh, that famous quote. What is it? Uh, if holding a grudge is like a drinking poison and hoping it kills the other person.
2: Yeah, it, it pretty much is.
0: It yeah, pretty much is, You know, and, um, and and you're absolutely right. You know, I, I totally agree. Nancy uh, Noonan says, uh, "If we don't learn from the past, we are doomed to repeat it." And it's funny it, that you said
2: that. It's so true. Yeah, you just got to learn from it. If it keeps coming up, and, and that's one thing spirit had always told me, my guide, and then one of my guys. He's they're hilarious, but he, he said when you keep thinking about something over and over, and you and you never forget it, it's and it's going to start repeating. And the reason something repeats over and over bad isn't because the universe is trying to break you down in anything. It keeps saying, you didn't learn from this. You said you wanted to learn from this. So yeah. we're going to keep bringing that situation into your life until you learn with it. Mm-hmm. You know, It's like people saying, oh, whenever I date people, I date a narcissist. Can well, we- that's- you just put it out there now. And yeah. every that comes <laughs> to you is going to be a narcissist because you haven't learned to say, get the hell away from me. Hmm. Yeah. You know yeah 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 absolutely everybody has power if people only realize how freaking powerful they were I mean, nothing could stop anybody here but we hold everybody. on hold
0: on i have to ask you a question did somebody just walk by in front of you in front of the camera was somebody walking in the room in front of you
2: nope i'm the only one here
0: did you see that john there was a no. there was a person that looked like walked by. I'm gonna I'm gonna re, when I get done with this. I'm gonna go back and look at this footage because there looked like there was a person that walked by that was that just looked like the shadow of the window hit perfectly. But it looked like they were in front of the camera. Like I can't see them. It looked like you walked it walked by you. Like it was really weird. I saw how freaked out you looked. Yeah, <laughs> man. You didn't say nothing. Like I'm <laughs> sorry, that was stupid of me. But I, I mean,
2: I see stuff all the time in here, but it doesn't scare me anymore.
0: No, no, yeah, I'm not trying to say it's scary, or I'm just saying I think it's pretty cool. <laughs>
2: stuff in my TikTok videos, I've had people say, Did you see the orbs? And then I'll I'll go back and either tell them, uh, no, I need pledge. That was dust. Uh yeah. Yeah. I've had I've had I did one which was really odd. And it, it actually got me. I was talking about angels in the TikTok. And when I start talking about angels, I was just so happy and I was giving this whole thing about angels, and as I'm talking, a little feather came down from the ceiling. I don't have a bird or anything. I don't know where wow. that came from. And, and angels don't part. even have feathers, but it's a symbol. And, and it came down, and everybody in the video said, where'd the feather come from? Did you see the feather? I'm like, what? It floated down. So, I mean. So much
0: yeah. mean happens here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is great, man. That is awesome.
2: I wanted to uh,
0: ask you one more question before, obviously, we go. John, you have anything you want to say real quick? No, man,
1: I can't thank you enough, David, for
2: yeah. coming
0: on. Man, it's
1: oh, my been pleasure. So
2: awesome, my pleasure. Man. I'll pull some cards for you or something. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. okay, yeah, we'll, we'll take it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, there, there's a path you are supposed to be on. I firmly believe that if you will repeat mistakes until you learn from them, which puts you back on the correct path. So, yeah, I mean, just like what we were just saying, you know, if just going to make you repeat those mistakes over and over, it seems. You know, I know for my myself it does definitely over and over again. And it's like, are you going to get this or what's up? And, like, slap me in the face with it a couple times. <laughs>
2: The biggest lesson I used to tell people, we all have something that's propelling us forward. We have some kind of something we want to do in our lives. That's good. You have a goal. But you know what? You just can't sweat the small stuff here. If somebody yells at you, somebody hits your car, or somebody does something, you have to tell yourself, it really doesn't matter. At the end of this life, it's always a happy ending. This is just a very short little piece of who you are. And when people go, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm 60. I can't study for that. Why? Why wouldn't you do it now? Why wouldn't you start it now? Who cares if you're 60 or 40 or 30 when you start something? Plus, you're an mm-hmm. eternal freaking being. You're never going to die. You've got eternity to accomplish anything you ever wanted to accomplish. So knock it off. Enjoy.
0: Mm, yeah. Enjoy you know your what? now. You know what? That was the best way I could have ended it right there. We can't end it any better than that. David, thank you so much for coming on. I truly appreciate your Oh, <laughs> he doing the car reading?
2: Huh? Were you going to pull a card? Oh, do you want a card? Yeah, let's pull a card. All right. Yeah, if you guys got time, I got you one.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it.
2: We'll get um, – um, just so everybody knows, if you hear me say something out loud, I'm still the only one in my room. I talk out loud when they talk to me sometimes. It's the only way I can hear them. So.
0: All
2: right. It's just how they do it. I know when people do readings for for me, always, I always have to tell them that. I talk out loud just so you know, but they always think it's cool. Okay, I'm talking. I think it's cool. <laughs> it's because they're people. Let's go to. Do you have a question, AJ? Or do you just want us to hear what they have to say.
0: Um, you know what? I, can I ask? A, can I ask for someone in the audience? For if I give you a name in the that's in the audience, can I get? Okay, so there's a there's a lady in the audience. Her name is Emma Jane. I want you to pull a card for her. She's going through some things in her life, and I want to see if maybe you can give her some uh, closure on it or something that Spirit can tell her. Emma Jane? Yep.
2: (laughs) No. Thank you. Before I pull the card, they said, Emma Jane's got a little uh, subconscious thing in the back of her head from her childhood that's kind of disrupting some of the stuff that she's doing now. They said, don't worry about that. You'll let that go because it doesn't make a difference anymore for you. Two cards came out for Emma Jean. Thank you. Emma Jean, and this is it's funny. See, they said that, and here's the card. So this card that comes up, it's called Distant Thunder. Now you see the bottom of that, Emma Jean? That's what is more. It's clear in the air. That's what's happening to you right now. Literally, is not your fault. Imogene. it's not. Um, you, you don't have anything to do with it. It was how things were, were reacted around this certain situation. Um, thank you. Uh, they said, basically, you have to take the situation that you're in right now, and you have to rise above it. So if you think like a bird, uh, pretend you're like a bird, and kind of fly above that situation and see it from the top. When you see it from the top, it's not going to seem – as terrible as it was if you were standing right in front of it because there's a bigger picture of what's going around. Other people are also being affected by this, but I need to tell you this, you're gonna have to let those other people just be affected by it because it's part of their journey. Your journey's a little different. Now this isn't gonna last too long, okay? I don't know an exact date to you want to go where? November twenty, October, November, November November twenty seventh is a very important date for you, my dear. It's November twenty seventh this year. Uh, it's something I don't know what's happening. It just came up in your uh, in your energy. The second thing that come in is infinite abundance, abundance, Miss Emma Jean, which you could use a lot of. This abundance isn't. It's it's not as much monetary. It could be but there's an abundance of good that's coming your way. You just have to be open to that. If you just close your eyes and you just, if you're having a particularly bad day, Emma, close your eyes and just ask, just or, or just say, listen, I need help dealing with this. I need to put it out of my mind for a moment and I am going to put it out of my mind for a moment and then do that. Emma Jean, I'm gonna give you one more thing if she's still on here. I want you to close your eyes And then take a really deep breath. Guys, you can do this too if you want. This takes two seconds, and this is amazing. Close your eyes. Take a really deep breath. As you take in this deep breath, let your eyes, your face or features, everything just relax. Hold it for a moment, and then breathe it out. Then you're going to take another one. Breathe in very deeply. And when you get to the top of your breath, ask yourself, what is my next thought? Ask yourself that question. You shouldn't have one at that moment. Did you have a thought? Was it just blank? It was blank. It's supposed to be blank. That's how you just need to clear something. So, Emma, that's a a lot of things, Emma. You just need to get rid of some of those thoughts. They're just kind of hanging around. Uh, Some of these thoughts coming around in your head, it's almost like they they think they're in a playground. All right? So it's time to just tell some of those thoughts you got to come back another time. I don't have time to deal with you, but you're going to be okay. And like I said, November 27th is a pretty decent day for you. 24 is also really nice. Uh, coming up around February, I don't know what February 3rd means to you, but it's right around February 3rd of 2024 also. Now these dates are not set in stone for me because it's very hard for me to get a period, uh, a time period conjunction, but that's what it looks like to me to where really are compacting it for me. And I hope that helps you my dear.
0: Yeah, no, thank you so much. I'm gonna actually send this to her afterwards so she could see it um, personally if she's not in here. But um, can you do another one for Nancy because Nancy's still with us on here? Nancy, would you like one? Absolutely.
2: If if Nancy says yes.
0: Yeah, Nancy, if you want, if you wanted to pull a card for you, please just say yes for us. I don't want to do it without your permission. Yes,
2: my dad, That's all you got to do.
0: She said, "Love to."
2: I always tell people no matter what you do in this life, when you are confronting another human being or another spiritual anything, you always want permission to do something with that person. It's permission is just always good, you know? Yeah. Can I have permission to say something nice to you? Absolutely. Well that you don't always have permission to, but when requesting permission. <laughs> yeah. Nancy. before I pull a card for you, they're giving me a symbol, and the symbol is you standing uh, – it's you standing in the middle of the ocean on a rock with a huge yeah. tidal wave coming. Now, before you get all freaked out, that is my symbol for there is a wash of love coming your way. That's what that is for me. Um, this love doesn't necessarily mean in uh, relationship stuff, although it could – where am I looking to? Where are you taking me? Uh, some of the things that you've been wanting to do as a child they're telling you you're supposed to pull those back out because they've been creeping in again you kind of been thinking back like when you're (laughs) oh when i was younger i wanted to do this you're supposed to go ahead and do it if you would like to it's still there it hasn't gone away the little part of you is still out there sometimes you just got to call back that little child who like ran away when something traumatic happened to you when you're younger if you know what i'm talking about That little piece of you kind of just said, I'm going to go over here. You kind of sent that piece away to protect yourself. It's now time to call that piece back, okay? Uh, When you call that piece back, just let that part of you know, everything's cool now. I've got a handle on this, and I know what I'm doing. Thank you. And this is a card that they did, and this is why. It's discovering your truth. So um, where I was talking about before, this is saying... You might lose some people. If you need to walk away from anybody who is like really bringing you down or doing something, please feel free to let them go away. It doesn't mean to yell at them or anything. It's just you not going to give them that part of you anymore. Um, If there's something negative, turn around and walk away. You are going to find very shortly that people in your life are going to start kind of falling back. It doesn't mean they don't like you. It doesn't mean you don't like them. It means that the energy is different. And sometimes our time with certain energies comes to an end. It's no longer needed. It's not going to be he- healthy for us. So you'll see certain things and situations back off from you very shortly. And the last part of that, because they told me there's one more part. Thank you. Gotcha. And this is the big one. This is the last one they brought up. It's rejuvenating rain. It's basically just telling you it's time to clear the past, the heal the and present. And that's what they were talking about before with that little piece of you. Something traumatic happened or something that you had. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't tell me everything because it's not my business. But, um, that's, that's part of, that's part of the reasons why sometimes it feels like you can't get the where you're, you're, you want to go, it just, it's only because you're holding on to that stupid little thing. You just have to acknowledge and tell everybody that you're really cool. And please, Nancy, look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're really cool. And because you don't do that enough, you, you, you you're too critical on who you are and you're actually got super cool energy, Nancy, and that's usable. Um, you are what they would call a person of the light. So all you really need to do sometimes is just sit on a park bench and anybody who sits and talks to you is going to get some kind of really special dose of light or something from you. Keep that in mind. You have that innate power to do that. You came here with it. You don't even have to intentionally do it. It's just going to happen. There we go. Wow.
0: Thank you so much, man. That is absolutely, that is awesome. That is so cool. Um, David, you know, thank you so much. Oh, breath. And Nancy just said, "Oh, that's crazy." She goes, "Well, Nancy, I'm glad that you got you know you got a reading, and I'm glad we could do that for you." David, thank you so much for your time. I'd love to bring you back on. She says, "Just wow." Um, so thank you. Um, I'd love to bring you back on. Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Whenever you want.
0: Please, yeah, definitely. We'll we'll do more, uh, definitely pulling cards because your your ability is absolutely amazing. Nancy says thank you. I'm going to say thank you for my friend Emma. I'm going to send that over to her because it is something that she, me, and her have talked about. So um, I want to send that over to her because that was something very important for her to hear. Um, Please, I just okay. okay.
2: This is just a little bump in the road, just a little glitch. Solid. Definitely.
0: definitely. So thank you so much, David. Hey, until next time, we really appreciate you. Please make sure to check out David Hansel online. Go. Go to, um, let me pull up his stuff. I'm sorry, I almost forgot to pull up your banner real quick because we've been talking so deeply. Um, okay. Go check out, follow David Hansel at his website at theywhispertome.com and all his social medias. Please go ahead, David, and shout out the
2: rest of your stuff. I just want to say, if, um, um, for your people who watch this, if you go to my website, there's something on there called the clarity reading. Um, that's like when I talk to guides and stuff and, and get information like that, it's not as much for mediumship readings It's for, you know, like your life purpose. If you use the code, the gift at checkout, it'll take $10 off. And I think that makes it like $45. Nice.
0: The gift. Remember. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, then thank you so much. We truly appreciate you and thank you so much for your time. Thank you, my friend.
2: Absolute pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you soon.
0: Yeah. Wow, man! I tell you, absolutely awesome. Like, so, like, totally blew my mind. I mean, especially like, you don't know what's going on, with my friend. Obviously, and she no. talked. What he hit on was absolutely something she needs to hear. So I can't wait to send that over. Um, it's gonna be truly. Oh amazing. yeah, man, that, that's awesome. And like the card
1: he read me on his show, just hit home. Yeah, he's right on. He's spot on with everything.
0: That is absolutely awesome see. And uh, I didn't want to take up too much more of his time, but I I will ask him for a card to be pulled next time when he comes on, because (laughs) I did want to ask, but I'm like, no, let me hold back. I wanted to get our viewers, some, some uh, people to, uh, you know, get their readings and stuff like that. You
1: know what would be an awesome show, dude, if we had him and Patty Negri on the same time, dude, just listen to their conversations about that.
0: Oh, i tell you what, man, like his outlook and everything on the, the paranormal and on, you know, from his NDE and everything like that, is totally spot on with what I experience and what I've, you know, been getting through my spirit boxes and everything for a long time now. So yeah. I'm just super grateful he was able to come on and uh, I'm glad you were able to have your reading before coming on. He came on so you could talk a lot about it and, uh. I just been having, dude, this has been a great day, man. Two shows in one day. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> tuning in and watching. Yeah, thank you. Love you guys. Yeah, love you Smash guys. So, like, uh, follow. Share. Yeah, so <laughs> follow us on Spotify, on all the podcast listening platforms to listen on the go. Um, follow us on Facebook. Um, we do, we put all our videos on Facebook, on YouTube, Twitter, um, all that kind of Facebook, stuff. So follow, stuff. follow us. And if you like what you see awesome if you don't no big deal we love you anyway um but thank you guys so much for watching my name's aj capasso with coventry circle paranormal and the host of talking with the source and i'm with my good friend jonathan keyworth jk47 paranormal
1: and there's also robin and uh we miss you buddy yeah robin
0: and then steve-o our good old buddy steve-o, who Steve-O. yes steve-o but thank you guys so much talk to you guys soon <laughs>